Welcome back, everybody. Let's take a break for Steven. Steven Seamus. Good to see you, my friend. How's it Always going? A pleasure. Yeah, wonderful. It's warming it's up. It's, it's beautiful. warming up. Yeah. Beautiful outside. It's getting nice outside. You know, you, you start. I see people with short sleeve shirts now. I see yep. people with shorts now. So everything's looking on the up and up. That's great. So we got some great stuff to talk about this week. There's so much stuff that's hot right now. Yeah. It's almost like hard to be like, do you want to talk about this or do you want to talk about that? Yep. Can you believe the prices on this? Can you believe the price on that? And then we want to revisit some of the older stuff because like how many weeks in a row can you talk about Ultimate Fallout 4, right? How yeah. many times can you say Miles Morales, right? And every other week, at least you could you could bring it up and because something's changed or the prices I mean, are going. Break, breaking records. Watchmen yeah. is breaking records. Yeah. Uh, Dark Knight Returns is breaking records. Death in the Family is breaking records. Ultimate Fallout. All the key storylines. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the prices on Spidey 300? Have yeah. you seen the prices on Batman 423? Every like key book that you remember is going like this. It's absolutely phenomenal. All the Venom stuff, all the Carnage stuff. It's yeah. just crazy. So, um, all right. So, what are we what are we going to focus on today, Alex? Uh, some old news and new news, I guess. Uh, we're going to finish up our Wandavision with uh, the twins. Dude, chip off the old maximum block. You got super speed. I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, baby. You can you can take it slow. You can. <laughs> Billy and Tommy, Wiccan and Speed, because I, you know, spoiler alerts, we're three weeks away, but, uh, you know, they're not, we're not done with them. And if you see the end of Wanda Vision, I don't think that they're done with them in the universe. So there's some other stuff that's going on with those characters. Very hot. And then uh, saw a new announcement about a new Superman franchise uh, and a little, diff- little bit of a different one, which, hey, fresh stuff is always good. Look at WandaVision. Yeah, and listen, and as we've seen, you know, there, there's different multiverses going on. Yes. You're hearing about different Batman multiverses. You're hearing yes. about different Spider-Man multiverses. And uh, I, I just think that the more stuff they make, the more excited people are. As long as it's quality, look, and we've seen this many, many times. Yeah. If the stuff is good, Warrior None, yeah. Old Guard, yeah. all these all these properties, if they're good, you could keep doing them. Yep. You know, I mean, Warrior None was great. I love the series. Yeah. So. The boys, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, Perfect. you could just keep doing it as long Battle as it's good Angel stuff. Alita. You keep going all that. Judge Dredd, you know, you keep going. Right. Keep going. All that stuff. Okay. Great, Alex. Uh, so what are we going to talk about first? Yeah, let's talk about Billy and Tommy. I, I think my one of my favorite parts of WandaVision was the introduction of the twins. You know, whenever you're doing these series, uh, whatever it is, and we've watched all these series and films and stuff over the years, a lot of times sequels, a lot of times TV shows, they kind of just uh, give you the same themes. Mm-hmm. They kind of just go over the same routines. It's it's just more of the same of the first to the second. Yeah. And what I, what I like what we've seen so far is Marvel is not afraid to go in a completely new direction. Yeah. They're Keep not afraid fresh. to do something completely different, introduce new characters, mix characters, change characters, white vision you know, change the costumes, mm-hmm. do all these things so that it always keeps it fresh. I mean, think about the Captain America franchise right. to go from first Avenger to winter soldier to civil war, you know, movies, two films, two and three felt more like Avengers half movies, like right. Avengers one and a half and Avengers two and a half. Right. Yeah. It didn't feel like a second or third Captain America movie. And that's what I think kept it so fresh. Yeah. Uh, why people love those films, the introduction of Winter Soldier, then then, then in Civil War, you had the introduction of Spider-Man and Black Panther. Um, so in any case, they've done a great job in Scarlet Witch and, and Vision of bringing in some new fresh characters, whether it was mm-hmm. Agatha Harkness, 
White Vision, and then Billy and Tommy. So mm -hmm. let's let's go over Billy and Tommy a little bit. Talk a little bit about Billy and Tommy, the people, and then Billy and Tommy, their superhero uh, characters. Yeah, so the twins have actually been in comics for a while. Um, they have been around since the 80s. Um, kind of an odd story with them as they were manifestations of Wanda's powers, which was just like in a TV show. Um, at some point, Mephisto takes them away um, which I think why everybody was thinking Mephisto was going to show up in the, in the TV shows because he had such a prominent role in the twins' life. Um, the twins disappear for years, and then they show back up as different characters. They show back up as, as Guardian, and then, uh, and then as Speed, and then you come to find out that Wanda's kids re-manifested in other real-life-born children who didn't know each other, and they come back together, and then they you know, they, they go find Scarlet Witch. It's, it's very interesting. If you don't, if you haven't read any of that stuff, you know, the Young Avengers stuff, the, the Children's Crusade stuff, really good. I would check it out. Right. Okay, good. So let's go through the history. Yes. Uh, so the hottest book, you're going to laugh. I, I, before our Seattle show in 29, June of 2019, when we had Paul and Lizzie there, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I'm going to get some comic books signed by both of them. So I bought the Vision and Scarlet Witch miniseries, <laughs> right? From 1986. And I bought like sets, and I'm not kidding, I probably paid like $25, $30 for a right. set. Yeah, yeah. These like, like, sets. Yeah, yeah. They were like, they were like, like nobody wanted, like you couldn't give these away, but they were kind of cool. They were fresh. They kind of yeah. looked like the characters. And issue number 12, again, it was just like a random issue. I mean, probably a two to $5 issue. Uh, I think the, you're going to laugh when I tell you this. The ones that were like off condition, I think I just threw them out. I think I was like, oh, these, these look nice. I'm going to keep the two or three really high grade ones. All oh, the rest of them, just, I, I literally just threw them in the garbage. <laughs> I mean, it happens. It really does happen. Or, or I gave them to Brad Foster. To yeah, I'm like, yeah. here you go, bro. I just take it. Like, like, literally, that's what it was. Anyway, fast forward. Vision and Scarlet Witch number 12 from September of, two, of 1986 is on fire. Yeah. It's like hot. It's like, I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding me? So anyway... There are 40 blue label 9.8s. There are zero gold label 9.8s. Uh, that is a $500 plus, 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 keeps going crazy mm. book right now. Uh, in that book, Scarlet Witch gave birth to Tommy and Billy. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of other characters in the book. It's a great cover too, by the way. Yeah, totally. Um, the, the Richard Howell, Joe Sinat cover. It's a great cover. I think that also kind of uh, plays into it too. I actually like that 80s style of art you know i think some people might find it dated um but i think it's pretty cool it's maybe what i because i grew up with that artwork yeah. style it's classic and uh it's classic style so anyway that book is on fire alex it cracks me up when that when that book took a rise i'm like oh my god i had so many of those and like <laughs> honestly you you literally could have bought that book for like three i mean or five people bucks. were selling sets that counts for 20 bucks i mean the, the, i know that's what I'm yeah, saying. of like, course yeah and I bought a few sets because I was looking for nice copies to get yeah. signed so i just thought that was by the way i probably have a signed copy somewhere I don't, I don't know for sure where, but I definitely have one. Okay. Uh, the next book, this book has been on fire for a while because yeah. of Kate Bishop. Yes. But now it's hot again. Yep. So, uh, so it, it's all over again. So we talked about it in the context of Kate Bishop in the past, yep. but now we're going to talk about it in the context of WandaVision. Yep. Young Avengers number one, November of 2005. Uh, this book had a pretty high print run. Yes, but very high. for the high pop, for the high pop, the pricing is crazy. It's yeah. got that famous Jimmy Chung cover, which is great. Yeah. 
There's 1,174 9.8s, Alex. That's crazy. That's one of the there highest books I think we've ever talked about. I know. And there are 25 blue la- uh, gold label 9.8s. Probably Jimmy Chung. Yeah. It's still a $600 book in wow. 9.8. It's crazy. So, uh, yeah, it's the first appearance of the Young Avengers with Kate Bishop. That's a really hot one. It's the first Alan Heinberg comic. That's very, very hot. And, of course, it's got the Jimmy Chung cover. And and as you were saying, is that that has the first appearance of Wiccan in the costume. Right. And his, his name was as Guardian in that book. He changes his name later. So I think that throws people off as well. And it threw people off reading the book. Got it. Fun fact. That is yeah. a fun fact, Alex. I like that. Okay. That's why you get paid the big bucks, Alex. That's it. That's it. <laughs> okay. Then they have the director's cut edition, mm-hmm. uh, which you remember had that sort of fade. Yep. You know, yep. the, the sketch the to, black, to color. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there are 212 blue label 9.8s. There are 36 gold label 9.8s. There's only one 9.9. Uh, and that's a $400 book. Mm-hmm. So even though the pop is much lower, it's not the main title. Right. Uh, if you remember when we did the show, we talked about this. We did a VIP edition numbered to 285 at Wizard World LA. Right. The 9.5s. Uh, the 9.5s. Those right. are $2,500 books because that was sort of a discontinued line, very short window. Yep. Only 285 of those out there. So that's a $2,500 book. And then there's the regular sketch Wizard World Los Angeles edition. Uh, there are 294 blue label 9.8s. There are 144 gold label 9.8s, and that's about an 850 to $875 book. Uh, it's tough to find that book out of the out of the casing. Yes. So now wait till I tell you about this book that I found. And we talked about this last week with the Wolverine with the with the um, uh, X Men oh, that right. was only yeah, in the yeah. action and, figure and the, and the Spider Man 2099. Correct. Right. And the Spider Man 2099. So there is a Marvel Legends Young Avengers action figure gift pack. Mm-hmm. and they kind of used to be easy to find totally uh you can't find them anymore you can't find the gift packs and you can't find the comic books it looks almost identical to number one okay and it came out the same month there are only 10 blue label 9.8s there are zero gold label 9.8s there are 10 blue label 9.6s zero gold label 9.6s one recently sold for $1,000 in 9.6, but you can't find them. I've tried to even find the gift packs. You can't even find them raw. Right, yeah, they're being scoop, they're scooped up. They're gone. I bet you people probably have that at home and don't even realize they have yeah, it. Yeah, it's sitting in a box in a, in a basement or in an attic somewhere. And they and by the way, it looks like the $5 version. It's very, yep. very hard. I think they took the price off the cover. Yeah, it's, it's the, just, the differences just are very subtle. Trade dress, probably no barcode, yeah. It's not like the Spider-Man 2099 where the cover was white. Right. So anyway, I've been trying to find one of the Marvel Legends gifts pack just to try to get a raw copy. I can't find one. Yeah. So again, that might be a that might be an action figure that's in like some toy stores bin that they're not even looking at. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Alex, who who do you know has the Young Avengers action figure gift pack? I don't know. I think I remember seeing those like piled up. Those were like, you know, twenty dollar sale items at every con, every booth that had toys. Probably had a bunch of them just like collecting dust. You know, I mean, the, these characters are popular, but not, they're not what they are, what they are now three years ago. Three years ago, no, no one was buying this stuff. No, no way. Uh, and then takes us to Young Avengers number 10, mm-hmm. March of 2006. There are 34 blue label 9.8s. There are zero gold label 9.8s. That's about a $450 book now, Alex. Can you believe it? So talk a little bit about Tommy Shepard's speed and his role in that book. Yeah, I mean, this is where Tommy comes into play. This is where the second twin, 
I mean, they don't know that they're related. You know, they, they lived separate lives uh, up until this point. And, you know, this is really where they, you know, the reader in the Marvel Universe people are like, oh, these are the twins. These are, these are the, these are Wanda's twins. Like this is, it's getting, it's getting more interesting, if you will. So, I mean, and this, this stuff leads right into the Children's Crusade and what we know of Speed and Wiccan to, the, to this day. 450 bucks. Alex, that was probably, I'm not kidding you, that was probably a, a five, a $2 book before the show started. Quarter bin books forever. Totally. Like, like I, I like that book never was on anyone's radar, like ever. No. Crazy, crazy. Okay, what do we got next, Alex? Superman. Superman, yeah. but not that Superman. Correct, correct. So why don't you, before we get into the several different uh, black supermen that mm-hmm. have appeared in the comic books over the years. Talk about Ta-Nehisi Coates and J.J. Abrams and what they have in store for us coming forward. Right. So when you hear when you hear of Ta-Nehisi Coates, uh, comic book fans know, oh, he's the guy that, that's writing Captain America and he was writing Black Panther. But this guy is a juggernaut in the novel world. Like this is, he, he is just getting into the superhero world. I mean, this guy has sold millions of books he's huge this him writing black panther and captain america brought people into comic book stores that had never even thought about reading comics so already this guy's huge great writer his stuff's fantastic and then you have jj abrams who uh, you know i don't know he's done a couple movies some star wars and trek if you're into that stuff uh you know uh this is this is big this is big in the fact that if jj abrams and Coates is on the on this movie and I think Michael B. Jordan's also attached that this is going to be they're already thinking this is going to be millions and millions and millions of dollars blockbuster movie material. This isn't an indie. Right. This isn't a, this isn't a tryout. This is they know it's going to be big. Right. So hopefully we'll still see Henry Cavill. I, I'm hearing that maybe he'll appear here in the Black Adam film and maybe make some appearances. DC is going to have a multiverse. Sounds like they're going to have look. They have a flash on TV. They have a, a, a film flash. They have a Supergirl yeah. on TV. They're going to have a Supergirl in the film. Right. So, so I, I do think that there is room for multiple. Uh, you have multiple Batman. Uh, you know, so, there's right. Teen four Titans. different types of Teen Titans. Yeah. Right. So you know, Ray Fisher played the the movie Cyborg, and you know, right. uh, J- Javon Wade played the the Cyborg on on uh, on television. So yeah. on Doom Patrol. So you have you have different multiverses. Uh, this is going to be big. My feeling is they're probably going to go with the Calvin Ellis mm-hmm. uh, Superman, uh, but we're going to take you through the three uh, possible Supermen that it could be. I think the consensus is that it's probably going to be the Calvin Ellis. What we've seen recently in the film world and even on the t- TV world is that the that the creator the creators of these films and television shows are not afraid to go to the recent past more than the distant past to try to pull some of these themes out. Um, you know, you saw it with Civil War, with Marvel, like you're, like a lot of the themes in the films are coming from the more recent storylines. So I, I think that Calvin Ellis probably has the best shot. I think the fans uh, have sort of moved towards that one. And we'll talk about Calvin Ellis a little bit. Um, and obviously it was written by, by Grant Morrison. So, uh, you know, Grant is so such a prolific writer that might be the direction that they go. So first appearance of Calvin Ellis, possible Superman number one, final crisis number seven, March of 2009. This book is on fire. Yeah, huge, huge book. 
There's only 31 blue label 9.8s and 17 gold label 9.8s in the census right now that will increase. Final Crisis had a very high print run uh, that was not a low print run. Now, I, the books weren't selling for that much money. They were selling for a couple of bucks. But Final Crisis was a series that people did collect. Totally. People do have those books. They do have them bagged and boarded. They're pulling them out right now to send them into CGC. Now, there are two covers. The uh, Neither cover really shows Calvin Ellis. We're going to talk about that in a minute. And I think that's going to be the book to buy. Yeah. Because uh, obviously Calvin Ellis appears in the book, but he's not on the cover of either of the two covers. CGC, for whatever reason, does not differentiate between the two covers and the census. I don't know why, but we don't know what's what. Anyway, one has Superman on the cover. The other one has, has got the, the, the final crisis, the stripes on the, the line bars, that we've become, yeah. the bars that we've become accustomed to. So any case, that's the first appearance. Uh, those are going to come out and, and that's going to be uh, that's going to be a very, very popular book. Now, the book that I think is going to be the one that everybody wants, and I think this will overtake uh, the, that first appearance, is Action Comics number nine, July of 2012. So it's three plus years later. They do the classic action comics, Superman ripping over the yes. shirt, open the shirt pose. Um, and that to me is going to be the one that everybody wants again, written by Grant Morrison. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, Grant is, Grant is a very, very prolific writer. Yes. Uh, it gives you the origin and first full appearance of Calvin Ellis. He's the Superman of earth 23. You could talk about that in a second. Mm -hmm. uh, now, this is the cover. This is the cover. And people do have this book because Action Comics was a well-printed, high-printed book. Yeah, New 52. This 50, was huge. Huge at the time. Yes. 57 blue label 9.8s, zero gold label 9.8s. That's about a $550 plus, plus, plus book. It book is on fire. The census will increase uh, because, of, because people are going to start sending those in. Um, it's a Rags Morales cover. Rags was doing all the action covers at the time. Rags was doing a great job on the covers. Yeah. So talk a little bit about Earth 23 and what that means. Yeah. So Calvin Ellis uh, is the Clark Kent of Cal-El in Earth 23. He is the Superman. He is also the president of the United States, which is a really cool idea, like super cool idea. Um, and these books when it was coming out, I mean, obviously Obama was president, so it kind of, you, know, you can kind of mirror that a little bit. Um, but you know, this as a character, I mean, I can I can see uh, the president of the United States being Superman, whether the world knows or not, is such a crazy, wonderful idea, and it's such a simple idea, and you can write anything you want out of it as a movie. I mean, that's it's such a great, you know, basis of of a, of a thing, and it's not crazy it's not like out of this world something that can't happen i mean we know clark kent as a mild reporter because clark kent wants to stay off to the sidelines he doesn't want people to notice him calvin ellis didn't right so anyway th this book is just on fire yeah, and then alex there's an action number nine combo pack edition yes uh the only difference and i actually like this cover better aesthetically mm -hmm. okay you did yeah you cannot find this book Okay, so in the first cover, there's sort of a light shining mm -hmm. and sort of a spotlight covers his face a little bit. The combo pack edition, they have the, there's no light shining in there, and it's right. a nice, it's a nicer complete portrait, I think. Yeah. Anyway, they yeah. they recolored it. 
And, and it's impossible, impossible to find. There are zero blue label, zero gold label nine eights. Yep. There are only three blue label nine sixes. It's 150 to $200 raw if you could even find it. Yeah. Talk a little bit about the combo pack edition. Like what was the combo pack edition? Yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of this with the new 52 once books start, start heating up. Uh, the combo pack was a, the regular comic slight change in covers like you said light no light very slight change uh and it came with a a code a digital code that you could download and read digitally now for people that read digital usually don't care about the print i mean there is there is i've read stuff digitally and then i go back and i buy like the nice absolute editions or the hardcover or the trades to have on my bookshelf to loan people or to be like oh yeah i read that but this is for, I mean, these were literally for people that read digital. They buy the book, they open up the combo pack, they take out the digital code, they download it on their phone, they either donated the comic, gave it away, or trashed it, because that's how much the comic would be digitally is the same price. So <laughs> finding these in good condition was going to be very tough. And they came polybagged. So, and they weren't polybagged in the nicest way the poly bags are very thin very easy to open they the only reason they were poly bagged is so you, the digital code wasn't pirated got it got it anyway th- that book if you can find it is yeah. is really the book to buy because it's still the the tearing open of the of the chest it's more rare uh yeah, yeah. then there's the uh gene ha one in 200 sketch cover uh, there are only 10 blue label 9.8s, one gold label 9.8. That's about a $2,500 plus plus book. Impossible to find. Uh, the cover is not the classic Superman pose, uh, but still a rare book. First full appearance. And then there's the uh, Rags Morales variant cover. Uh, there are 10 blue label 9.8s, three gold label 9.8s. Again, the pop is too low. It's about a $55 raw book. Again, it's not the classic ripping open of right. the shirt. And then the last book that I wanted to talk about on Calvin Ellis, uh, just shipped. Yes. So there's no census on it yet. Infinite Frontier number zero. Mm-hmm. It's got a great Calvin Ellis story on it. Mm-hmm. It just shipped and it's already 10 to $12. Like yeah, it just yeah. came out. Two weeks ago, at least. Yeah. As, so, as, of, as of this recording. Right. So so I, I would pick that cover up too. Uh, that's going to be a hot book. Those are really the books to focus on. I think you get the Superman with the tearing open of the shirt. Yep. I think you try to buy the raw combo pack edition, even at 150, 200 bucks, take your chances. Even if you get a nine, six, it'll be worth it. Yeah. Okay, great. All right, Alex, time at this, the, the very special time of the show. Alex's pick of the week. What do you got for us, Alex? Yeah, I'm going to talk about something that we texted back and forth about this week and the crazy thing of the hero trade. This book is on fire, as you say. It is bananas. This is the first offering from the Bad Idea Publishing Company. Uh, They were sent out to retailers uh, with no heads up. Nobody knew what it was. There's no Bad Idea logo on it. It's just a cover. It says Hero Trade. It's a guy on the cover smoking. It's a black and white book. It came in a manila envelope. It came with a a, a fake uh, snippet of a like printed off piece of paper that was like, "Hi, this is my new independent book. Uh, let me know if you like it, and you can you know you can give orders to me in two weeks. That's the cutoff date." Nobody knew what this was. Then people found out it was a Matt Kent story and a David Lapham art. Once that happened, people were looking for them. And the people that did figure out what they were 
they got him CGC'd, and the nine eights are going. I think one just sold for like three grand. Crazy. I mean, it's 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 bananas. And I once I figured out what it was. Once I read this news article, I I texted my my friend that's a store owner. I was like, hey, uh, if you guys got if you get a copy, let me know. I want it. I'll buy it. I'll buy it for you know. We'll talk about price if you want to raise it. He's like, I have no idea what that is. I've never seen it. I'm like, oh, it's this thing. And he's like, you know what? I probably gave it away. I probably just saw it and gave it away to somebody, which a lot of stores did. A lot of stores gave them away to, to people. A lot of stores trashed it. A lot of stores put it up for $4 in the store and someone might've bought it until they figured out what it was. Um, and then I found it in a box of like independent books that he needed to like figure out what to do with later. So he did have it, but now it's way more than I would like to pay for right yeah and just for clarification uh it came out in september of 2020 mm-hmm. there are 62 blue label 9.8s there are zero gold label 9.8s and you're right when i saw that book i was it, it they definitely did that on purpose they oh definitely yeah it was a marketing it's a marketing ploy 100 they, they knew they knew what they were doing and they knew that book was going to be very valuable they probably got a little stash at home too <laughs> i might they might I, I i i need one i need one for my david lapham complete his collection yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Okay, uh, what's what's last on top for t- on tap for tonight, Alex? Yeah, let's keep talking about su- uh, Superman because uh, there's not. It's not just Calvin. It's Val. It's maybe Rain. We don't know. Right. So, so the next Superman possibility for the new Superman is Val Zod, and that was created by Tom Taylor, Nicholas Scott, and Robson Rocha. Mm-hmm. So the question is: Is who's Val Zod? Who is it? Who indeed? Uh, so Valzad, who was the Superman of Earth 2, after the original Kal-El uh, died, uh, he takes over the role. He was befriended by uh, Kara, Kara Zor-El, the Supergirl of that, of that Earth. Again, not, not, our, not the main Superman Earth, but this is an Earth 2, different super. Um, and the funny thing is, he's kind of a pacifist. He does not like the fight. His parents were kicked out of Krypton. Uh, and you know, he is just like, he's trying to be chill. I, I, and a lot of people think that this may be the Superman that they're producing because if Michael B. Jordan was going to be a Superman, this would be a perfect fit for him. Right. Okay. Well, it's a possibility. Yeah. Earth two, number 19, March of 2014. There's only one blue label 9.8. There's only zero gold. There's zero gold label 9.8. It's about a 40 to $50 raw book. Yeah. Uh, there's a variant cover. Uh, there's only one blue label 9.8. There's zero gold label 9.8. Uh, 50 to $75 raw. Yeah, wow. Uh, and then what is really a great issue mm-hmm. is Earth 2 number 25. That's the Andy Kubert cover. Right. That's like the first time that you really see Val Zod on the cover in his form. Yeah. Uh, there's no pop on that book. Uh, came out in September of 2014, six months later. Uh, that's about a $20 raw book. And that's really the classic cover of Valzad. Yeah. That's the one that yeah. you want to own if you want to take a shot. Yeah. For 20 bucks, it's worth taking a shot. Obviously, the money's on Calvin Ellis, which is why you see the money in Calvin Ellis, yes. but not worth a shot. Take it on the Andy Kubrick cover. Then there's the Batman 75th anniversary cover. It's got a Batman cover. Cal, uh, Valzad is not on the cover at all, mm-hmm. uh, but that book is still selling for 50 to $75 raw just because it's much, much rarer than the other ones. Yeah. Um, I would not spend the 50 to 75 on that one. I'd buy three of the other <laughs> ones first. No, that's what I would do, seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so those are really the main Val Zod covers. And then what's the third option, Alex? Third option, the Tangent Superman. Tangent Superman, 
uh, is is Harvey Dent. Talk about that a little bit. Harvey, I mean, the tangent Superman line was kind of uh, DC doing a kind of reimagining of classic DC superheroes with also classic DC superheroes. So it's, it's a little different. Um, this guy is named Harvey Dent, which sounds just like Batman. Um, but he is a Superman that is, you know, really is just your everyman Superman. You know, he's not, you know, from a different planet. He's not stronger than anything else. He, he's just a regular guy. Um, you know, these tangent books have been dollar bin fodder for years. I and I think, I, I think nothing is dollar bin fodder anymore, especially when it's the first appearance of anything it's crazy we're going to talk about tim drake at some point in the future yeah that book that book went from the dollar bin to 350 at 9.8 yep. that's going to be our next week's show yeah my, my eyes popped out of my head on that one <laughs> uh we'll talk about tim drake next time so there's uh tangent comic superman number one 1998 zero and zero on the pop mm-hmm. that's about a 20 dollar book raw it is a mark millar book by the way yeah early uh, so so that that's a very very popular uh uh you know, storyline there. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. I, I think at the end of the day, you buy the Calvin Ellis book, although if it does become, uh, um, if it does become Valzad, you know, people will have spent a lot of money on Calvin Ellis. I mean, they're cheap enough to get both really the Valzad stuff. It's expensive and hard to find, but it's not right. crazy right now. It's not crazy. Right. Okay. All right. Well, we gave you everything that you needed to know and, uh, and then you can make your own decisions. So that does it for this week, Alex. Thanks again. We'll see you next week. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Have a good one.